begins with this gate drop. Welcome back to the Power to the Ground podcast, your home of motocross and supercross news for the fans and by fans. I'm your host, Jesse. Um, We are doing this podcast every week. Uh, We drop it, the audio version of it on Friday morning. We cover all the actions, talk about any rider news, make predictions, all that fun stuff. Uh, If you're interested in learning more about us, click that big play button on our most recent episode and make sure to smash that like button. So it is episode 58. I got Doug in the house. Um, Let's pull up the chats. If you guys are watching us live on YouTube or on Facebook, feel free to jump in the chat and uh, interact with us throughout the show. I'm going to pull it up here so everybody can see it. Um, there we go. So, uh, we're going to do stuff a little bit different today. Um, so this is going to be, this is going to be a trial run, but let's get through some, some of this stuff before we get there. For those of you watching this live, don't forget to like, share, and comment on this video, comment anything, absolutely anything doesn't really matter. Um, also drop your questions, comments in the comments section. We will interact with you throughout the broadcasts. Um, and we're going to do our best to keep up with everybody, uh, while we're going through all of the info that we're going to be talking about today. For those of you listening on the audio, we are doing this podcast on Facebook live and YouTube live every Thursday at 7 PM EST. Hope you can join us next week. If you are hearing this on audio. Um, tonight we're going to do a preview preview show of, uh, Orlando two, which it's a good thing that I went ahead and printed off the roster because <laughs> otherwise I would have been lost. Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a hell of a week for both Doug and I. So, um, you're going to have to bear with us. We may have to do some Google searches here and there to, uh, to pull up some info. Um, you know, Life happens. Both of us yeah. have, both of us have jobs. So and your dad's hanging out in Key Largo. So I'm a yeah. bit jealous. <laughs> and he will be at the race on Saturday as well. Right. I'm up here shoveling snow, and yeah. he's down there kicking it on the beach, yep. drinking mimosas, hanging out, doing some <laughs> yeah. doing some jet skiing. Oh man, doing some fishing. Dad, did you catch anything yesterday? New big two new two fifties. Yep, uh, Austin. I will be updating the Pickums list um, tomorrow so that the uh, the West Riders are there for your Pickums for this weekend. Um, you want to do some shout outs, Doug? Before we jump uh, in, yeah, I can. Um, we got Sean over there at Bro Taco, always hooking us up. That's my Thursday morning or Thursday afternoon dinner, man, is one of those DiGiorno personal pan pizzas and some of the Chipotle honey uh, brap sauce. It, it's pretty much amazing. And, of course, he hooks us up with the 20% code, which is PTTG, 
Uh, and then we have uh, Sunstar, number one source for chains and sprockets, man. So keeping it going. Yeah, they're upside down, but it'll work. Oh, Mine's right is. side up. <laughs> so it's uh, still adding to the list. So if you, uh, you want to have your cool name on my sweet backdrop back here. Let's uh let's get some stickers coming. Let's hit up Doug, send him some send him some <laughs> yeah. stickers his way. Right. But other than that, it's uh I mean, I just walked in the door. So I still have all my my papers are all messed up. I, I brought extra papers. I don't know why my printer must have decided that it was gonna spit out a couple extras, but <laughs> it's uh yeah, it's it's been a week. Uh Supercross is definitely well underway. So yeah. So it's busy over at the Sunstar factory. Oh yeah. Yeah, never ending, man. It's uh it's definitely fun uh working on some new stuff when I have time dealing with the old stuff. So <laughs> it's uh we're working it out though. So hopefully we get everything under control. Nice. Well, we are uh we're doing some couch cross on Saturday. That is true. I am looking forward to that. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure Tiller is looking forward to it too. Um, hopefully this time I don't go from like recording a show straight into picking up everything and trying to carry it across my, uh, across my basement so that I can set it up <laughs> and watch. Right. I forgot. Yeah. You did that. Dude, it was like, I think we missed part of the first heat or the 250 heats, both of them, because we were still recording. Um, but Hey, it's all for the passion, man. That's yeah. It turned out to be a really good episode. If you guys haven't seen it, it's uh down and dirty with Doug. Uh, I think it's like the new to Supercross or something like that. I can't remember what we titled it. I have a it bunch like, of stuff in my brain. Like so noobs or something like that. I, I yeah, say something along those lines. But yeah, yeah. It, was good. it was a good interview. So hopefully we get a uh, get some more interviews going uh, once outdoors and like GNCC and uh, I, I'm going to try to get down to some sprint enduros. Maybe I'll, I'll take some recording equipment down with me and, and try to set up some stuff. So we'll see. It'll be fun. That'd be sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um, what time do the races start on Saturday? Uh, most of the Saturday races have been starting at like seven thirty. Yeah, so I just checked it on my calendar. It's 7.30 start time, so we'll be hitting the uh, the go live button at 7.30. So if you are uh, if you want to join us for some couch cross, you can jump on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching this. Make sure you hit the like button on our Facebook page and the subscribe button on the YouTube page so you can get notified when we go live. Um, yeah. Couch cross is a lot of fun, man. I think we had... I think we had probably tw around 20 people on throughout the broadcast last time and everybody had a blast. It was just good, a good time hanging out with your buddies, watching races. Oh yeah. It's what, it's what it's all about. All summed up in uh you can't even blame COVID cause we were, you guys set that up before COVID even started, man. Yep. So, but the technology has definitely came a little bit further uh since the old covid times so for sure it's for sure. it's pretty cool i enjoy it um so 
We uh, the new thing that we're trying tonight is uh, we're doing a preview show, so we're going to be looking ahead at the the next race instead of looking back at the last race. Um, mostly because it's been what like six months since the last race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, six to nine months somewhere in there. I. I can't even remember with some of these guys. It's uh, I was just running through the list and I was like, oh, yeah, like Jarrett Fry still races 250s. Uh, Carson Brown, you know, Nick Gaines after you haven't heard much about him since he sunk it in Loretta's. So yeah. it's uh, I mean, you got Cooper coming back, Harrison Mumford, Hunter Lawrence will probably race half of the first one and then get hurt. Um, so <laughs> it's. I mean, we'll see. I know that it's it's bad, man. I I had such high hopes for for him, but he's still young. He is. He's, he has time. You know, he he's not. He hasn't quite. In, he hasn't quite assured himself in the same leagues as uh, as his little brother. Um, I was gonna say in the same leagues as like just an injury prone rider. I mean, he's uh, a porcelain doll, man. Like you look at him too hard, and he's out for three weeks. So that's true. It is. It has only been like two years, though. Only. He, yeah, that's a long time. That's four, <laughs> four series. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we're doing a a preview show of this week's race because I've decided on Sundays after the races. Um, I will be doing an additional show. So yeah. I will be doing that. Um, and Doug, I'm not going to hold you to being there with me. You can or don't have to. doesn't matter. Um, we'll see if we can get the schedules to line up. I might jump on for one or two or something like that. But Sundays, Sundays are usually family days, man. So, yeah, that's so uh so I'll be doing I'll be doing one at least I will be doing one on um, Sunday probably morning time frame where I'll just go over the last race we'll do the review of that race so that we don't have to do the review and the preview in the same show we can kind of break it up yeah that's uh I think like we were talking about it throughout the week or maybe last week I don't know they all feel the same man but it's uh and we also have the clubhouse thing going on, which is a cool new social media. Um, so if you have iOS, get clubhouse, hit us up. I have a couple invites left, um, that I can shoot out. I haven't, I haven't invited anybody, so I still have my two invites or whatever. So, uh, come join us. We do, what is it? Monday at noon and Friday at noon, we have time slots. And what we're really trying to do is, is secure our spot on that on that platform. So if you guys could come help us out, it would be, it would be greatly appreciated. Um, I can't say we talk about racing all the time, but we do get in some really good conversations about like marketing, amateur racing, uh, like some health stuff. Uh, you know, it's, we have some good conversations, man. So it's, I agree. It's, uh, it'll be, it'll be fun. Give us a shot on that too. You know, <laughs> It's, yeah, it's fun. It's a cool platform. Um, if you haven't checked, if you haven't heard of Clubhouse yet, um, Clubhouse is like a, it's like a live podcast, basically. Um, but 
you're not just listening. You can also talk to the people doing the podcast. It's pretty cool. Um, it, it makes for some really good conversation. Um, so yeah, basically we've basically just been hanging out for lunchtime and just yeah talk, talking about whatever comes up. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I have a few invites left. Um, to apparently because I keep hosting rooms, Clubhouse keeps giving me more invites. Well, there we go. Let's get it set oh, up. You know. Yeah. So they uh, they are incentivizing me to continue opening rooms. So as long as they keep giving me invites, I'm going to keep giving them out. So if you guys want any invites, go ahead and uh, message me on on Facebook or drop a comment in in YouTube or hit us up on the website. If you yeah. uh, hit that chat box, you'll get right to my phone. Oh yeah, that's uh, mine. Doesn't come to my phone. I have to catch the email, but. I'll get yeah, there. Yeah. I check my emails pretty often. So I'm always looking for those bike parts coming in, man. Race season's <laughs> about to start. So so that's what that's what we got for uh for news. You want to jump into these uh talking about the, the race, even though the track is basically the exact same thing? Uh I think basically is a vast understatement. Um <laughs> it is the exact same thing. Uh I think they said all they did was pull some plastic over top of it and that was it. So just to keep some of the, uh, the water out of it. I mean, to be honest, I wasn't overly impressed with the track. It is a, it's a cool throwback track, but at the same time, I, maybe it's just because Roxon and Webb ran away, man, but I got a little bored. So it was, it was a boring track. Um, there's not a lot of passing opportunities. Um, was there two whoop sections last week? I can't remember. I think so. Yeah. Cause they said it would take three days for them to properly fix the track or like modify the track. So I don't think they touched it to be honest with you. Okay. They had one, I think I saw like, one of them out there, one bulldozer and skid steer out there, but it looked like they were doing more damage than they were. Only awesome. one whoop. Yeah. yeah so I'm looking at this track map. I just realized that there is, there's two whoop sections on this track. There's one right after the finish jump. And then another one right before they come back through the, uh, the hole shot in the middle. Yeah. And that's, if you see, the dot that's me on youtube trying not to get tiller banned for spam like he did last week so oh yeah is that so, so that's what happened uh that's what we think happened so we were talking a little bit afterwards and i think that's probably what happened because he put he commented like three or four times in a row and he was the only one on there talking so i decided this week i was going to jump on and and try it because at the end of it I commented again and he was able to post again. So I think he just got spam. He gotcha. got the spam hammer, man. So <laughs> the spam hammer. Yeah. YouTube. Oh, YouTube. So well, that's, fun. uh, you remember in the summer I was moderating the minios or I guess it was the fall. And that would happen quite a bit to people, um, where they'd 
be like cheering on one of their racers and they'd be like, go, 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 like blah, 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 little Johnny Schmuckarelli or whatever, you know? And then uh, if they would do it three times real fast, it would boot them out. So it would disable them from commenting for like three minutes or something. Gotcha. So good old YouTubes. Good old YouTubes. Just going to do a quick shout out if you guys are watching this right now and you're not a member on the website already, you can jump over to power the number two the ground.com and sign up for a free membership. You can get access to the forum. All of the videos that we can't post on YouTube are on the website. So, um, yeah, go over there, check that out. That's uh, pretty much every video that I post. I, I'm not supposed to post to YouTube. So, that's uh, <laughs> so that's where you go to see them. Yeah. See what's, what's Tiller saying here? Hopefully, they'll switch up the rhythm before the finish line if the layout is actually going to be the exact same as it was last time. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah, they gotta they have they gotta do something because it's the the reason I felt that it was boring was because it didn't look like there was a lot of passing opportunities. Um there was a lot of one line racing. Yeah, it was it was a slot car track, man, especially once it started getting a little a little wet. Like yeah. it I don't know. I didn't I wasn't a fan. Let's no. just say that. No, it was even it was even more plain Jane than the Houston track the Houston tracks were, and those were yeah. really like if we're gonna go ahead and do a throwback track, I'm all for it, but let's do it like straight rhythm and give everyone two strokes. <laughs> I mean, that would have made this track so much better. The problem with the modern four strokes is they're they're amazing when it comes to making power. So I feel like the bikes were just way overpowered for that track and it wasn't really it didn't offer any technical um what am i trying to say it wasn't technical enough to really keep the guys kind of on their toes you know yeah. it was kind of let's do a triple a triple a double let's turn to a 90 degree left let's do a triple a double a double let's do right. 90 degrees to the right you know so I would like to see them actually put a little bit more effort into track layout. I I mean, the only tracks I've ever built have been on like the Supercross games and it's not exactly easy. But I think if you try to make them a little bit further out maybe it it'll work. I mean, I don't know what the Dirtworks crew is doing all summer, but I don't know. Maybe I mean, my kids will draw a Supercross track, give them some crayons. <laughs> you know yeah. so yeah they, i don't know they, they tend they never walk the line there's they're always way too far one way or way too far the other they they very rarely hit that like sweet spot where it's interesting enough but not that but they're not putting the riders at in danger in like mortal danger all the time it's usually one way or the other it's either super boring or they're they might as well be jumping through flaming hoops yeah it's almost never right in the middle what i really wouldn't mind seeing and i think florida is the 
perfect spot for it just based on kind of what you expect from outdoors and um really any race down in florida is why don't they make like an actual sand pit you know raise it up a little bit um fill it with sand let it get real deep and ruddy you know use that almost like a kinetic sand type not beach sand where it's all fine but like the actual sand that you'll find riding in florida right and and let them do on that i mean I don't know what else are you supposed to do you can't put a dragon's back because everybody's going to cry about that uh wall <laughs> jumps are super boring Th- they already did a huge double over the start line you know that's very video game ish but i liked it because i was there and it was awesome to watch them fly through the stadium but like why not you know it i you didn't hear anybody available yeah and i didn't hear anybody complain about the sand um what was it like houston three or whatever so yeah um i didn't hear anybody complain about the sand actually contrary to that i heard a lot of like praises for the sand yeah even sexton who took himself out was like i didn't mind the sand i just messed up you know so i don't know my dad is saying he's going to the races in Orlando and he's not seeing the comments. You can't see them on the screen. I'm wondering why. They should be able to see them on the screen, right? I have them up on YouTube. Do it might so be. You can... Yeah, I wonder if maybe it's because me and Tiller are in YouTube and he's on Facebook, so he has to look at the screen, maybe. I don't know. I wonder if this... the like, comments are turned off on Facebook or something. I don't know. This technical stuff is a little bit above me. Give yeah. me fuel tables. Let me go. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll tune a bike, but I don't know. Getting all, I don't know how you do it, man. Let me let me check into this. I'll see. We'll see what we got going on. See if I can hook you up, Dad. But it's uh. Oh, I can I see do. the comments. That's weird. So hey, Coda. apparently. Apparently, we have KTM of Switzerland coming over for 250 West. Did you really? see the? Yeah, did you see the registration roster? Not yet. I, I was gonna pull that up tomorrow when I update the Pickums list. Oh, there's a fella. Uh, looks like he'll be running number 112. I'm probably gonna butcher this, but it's Zylan. X Y L I A N Zylan Ramella says he's riding out of Corona, California, but his sponsor is KTM Switzerland. Interesting. Yeah, that so I mean international teams coming in. That definitely jumped out at me when I printed this off and I was kind of looking through it and I was like, what? Because it's in all capitals and nothing else is all capitals. So it definitely caught my caught my uh caught my eye other than that i don't really see tiller says representing the home continent (laughs) other than that i don't really see any other ones that really jump out to me as uh as not from around here i thought garrett marchbanks um sponsors were kind of uh entertaining so he's got club mx obviously and then it right. says i'm a comeback yamaha so i'm a comeback know. yamaha yeah so i don't know if maybe that's like 
a throw out to Pro Circuit. I've never heard oh. of that company. It's I A M A Comeback. Weird. But all the other Club MX guys are just Club MX. They don't have that that sponsor. Coda says he watched their camps. They're pretty good. I'm assuming he's talking about the uh, the Switzerland uh, team that you were just mentioning. Coda, um, where did you watch those? Drop it in the comments. I'd, I'd like to check those out. And I'm sure other people would like to check those out too. Drop a link in the comments. Um, yeah, that's uh, there's a lot of new... Uh... A lot of new guys here. Uh, it looks like the top 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28. Right around, I would probably say 30 to 32 out of the, uh, I think I counted 65 earlier, are names I've never heard of, man. Wow. So, it well, at least not running this kind of stuff so i'm definitely uh i'm looking forward to it i'm looking forward to seeing well unfortunately i mean you have the martin brothers mcadoo justin cooper harrison mumford hunter lawrence i'm not counting yet um you got jaleek swole you know march banks master pools peters all those guys I see it going a lot like the East Coast where there's five like really fast guys going to win every week. Um, and then probably from 6th to 12th, I think is where the majority of the decent racing is going to be. You know, um, I do want to see old A-Mart bring it home, though, on the, on the blue bike. Yeah, I think he's he's definitely a fan favorite that I feel like everybody is just rooting for him all the time, like at all times, all the time. Like everybody's for every season, everybody's just waiting for Amart to like take one more step. Let's just take one more step. Yeah, yeah. It's um, I I want to say he might have been a little hampered last year um on the team he was on but there's not really anything wrong with the suzuki's except you have to kickstart it they still have a great motor package the the frame geometry really isn't that bad if it was any type of wet slick track they they do really good on um i just i don't know it it's hard to blame the bike you know because everyone was bringing that up with Barsha this year. Well, let's see if it's Barsha or the bike, Barsha or the bike. It's still pretty much the same, man. The Yamahas are still, there's what, three of them in the top 10 at any given time. Yeah. And, and and, I mean, Mookie's basically getting almost identical results to Barsha on, on a Yamaha. Yeah. So it's can't blame the bike on that one, you know? And, Granted, yeah, Barsha has been up towards the front a little more this year, but I wonder how much of that has to do with his attitude because he's up until, what, two weeks ago, we hadn't really seen him ping-pong anybody, and then he hit everyone except for the freaking 30-second board girl. (laughs) So it's like, what do you... 
what is it? You know, it, is it the bike? I, I don't think so. I, I think it's just in these guys' head where they're like, oh man, I'm supposed to be on a bad bike. Now I'm going to ride bad. Like, right. Wipe, wipe that slate clean because other dudes are coming in right behind you and proving that it's not, it's not the bike. So, right. and that's where I kind of feel Amart is the Barsha of the 250s in that regard. You know, that's, I think that is an adequate equivalence. Um, Austin, what is I am a cover? I am a comeback is a recovery program, huh? Interesting. That's a good. That's a good name for a recovery program. That is. It's also a good name for a sponsor if you're trying to get back at the team that cut you, even though they shouldn't have. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's, it works in both ways. Yeah, that's uh. Man, I don't know. They should have dropped Forkner and kept March Banks. That poor kid. They they really should have. I'm sure they feel the same way now. Yeah. That's uh I definitely would have taken March Banks over Forkner any day of the week. It's Forkner's like a toddler on a on a bike, man. His head is so screwed up. He just throws temper tantrums and that gets him in trouble. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, maybe he'll be back when we come back for the East Coast stuff. Maybe. I don't, yeah, think, I don't know. I don't think so, though. Yeah, that's he. He usually, like he's, he's usually very, very cautious with his injuries. I feel like if he's got something that it would normally take somebody eight to ten weeks to recover from, it usually takes him like sixteen weeks to recover from it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that, but I wonder how much of that is just like a bad recovery program. Maybe he needs to get with March Banks. I I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's a bad recovery program as much as it is their them like trying to protect him as like an asset because they want to make sure that he's coming back at 100 percent because they know that he can win regardless yeah. of if he's like the most injury prone person out on the track. Which no Hunter Lawrence is he's a close Hunter... second though. I, you know what? I, I'm going to challenge you on that one because Forkner has a longer history of it and sustained at a much higher rate. Yeah. But I think in the last two years, Forkner has finished much more races than Lawrence. I wouldn't say much more, but there are more. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of where I'm at. Like you're on a two, two year deal and you've raced three races and four laps, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, you know, and it's and I want the kid to do good. That's the worst part. Like you see his brother shining like he has to have a little bit about that. And they always said Jet is the shiny one. You know, he's the one that's going to go out there, raw speed, get it all done. And Hunter's supposed to be like this technical tactician, you know, where like he's picking the track apart and picking apart his stuff. And and we never get to see it, man, because he's always hurt. And have you heard have you heard their dad talk about them? Like the differences between them as brothers? Not completely. I think I heard like, I think Ralph did on his many rants about those two last year. So. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's pretty interesting to hear the dad talk about the two of them because obviously you know they're brothers, but they're two completely different people. Yeah. Um, and the the um I can't remember his name, but Hunter and Jet's father. He his claim actually is that Hunter is a more talented rider. 
but Jet has the killer instinct and Hunter does not. Yeah, I I think that's what I heard. um, Which is, it it translates to their style. When Hunter is on the track, you can see that. Like he's, he, he doesn't appear to be like out to assassinate you know, people in front of him like Jet does. Jet's just like out there to pass people. He's like, I don't care. I'm just passing people. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I mean, I can see it. Like I said, I, I want to see this kid actually yeah, race, man. That's, uh, I really do. Especially, has he even raced Supercross yet? Yes. He got one race in last year, I believe. Yeah, that's... I think he he raced one race, and then I'm pretty sure he got injured in the second race. That sounds about right, because I I just remember thinking we like you don't have enough to even really pass judgment, you know. Like we pretty much kind of have to take his dad's word for it, you know. Which I don't know why we wouldn't. He seems like a pretty straight up dude. So, right. You know, I'm I'm questioning myself. I think I'm thinking of outdoors because I'm pretty sure that this is Hunter's debut. Now that I think about it on uh supercross. Yeah, that's a possibility. We got styles Robertson coming back too. who styles Robertson. He's, oh, a... I haven't. When was the last time I saw that name? Uh, Hunter did SLC. See? Old oh, got gotcha. Tiller Tally over here just pulling out random stats, man. He's pulling out stats. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, one sec. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't wait to get I know. Tiller Tally's going. Let me. Oh, yeah. Let's, uh, let's pull up that video. Let's show people the intro here just to get them riled up. We've got a uh, intro video for the um, Tiller's Tallies. Tiller's Tallies. Let's get it. Um, Which one are we doing here? Oh, it looks like we got another. Where is Venezuela? It's got to be Central America, probably. Venezuela? Yeah. There's no, it's just comma blank. He's running the number 201 gas gas um, 250 monster energy backyard design Fox Scott 442 suspensions. But uh, he's another foreigner. I I really like seeing the foreigners come over and, and really give Supercross a shot because this is really the only place that you're going to be in uh like this tier of supercross, you know, right. I mean, you can go to, what is it? The Paris supercross and Australia and stuff like that. But that's more like what we're used to with arena cross. You know, I don't really see, I mean, Brayton wins them. So I don't really see the, uh, see it being super high, you know, where maybe if they went and did that for a while and then came back and come back over this way, and they do good. I mean, look at um, look at Marv, man. That's he came over chasing the 
the talent races, not necessarily just to race, you know, and I think right. that'll be pretty cool. So, yeah, I just, it, I think the more international talent we can get into, into these series, the better. Um, yeah. Just, we do have, we, we already have some really talented international riders. Like you said, you got Marv, um, Roxon. Uh, I know he's done a lot of work on his accent, but I mean, you can hear it come out every once in a while when he gets upset, but when he gets upset and excited, man. He... Yeah. And you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's Germany just came out. Yeah. But um, I, I definitely think, I think Roxon's going to get it this year, man. And I'm pretty excited. Yeah. It's been a long, it's been a long ride back for him. It has been. That's I want to see. Uh, I want to see Marv start stringing together some races too. That's another. I love the comeback story, man. So it's. I, I really want to see those two do do real well, you know. And I think I, uh, I think Marv is. I think Marv missed the train, man. The thing, like he's not slow. He no. just has the worst luck in the world when it comes to the to the main. I mean, he can go out there and slay a heat. And then when it comes to the main, something stupid happens, you know, like Plessinger running him into the tunnel. Yeah. Which I didn't, I wouldn't have even known happened unless you told me it because you were there. Yeah. We were sitting like we could see the tunnel exit and Marv just got a great run in. And I, I, I don't know what he was thinking, putting his bike in there where it, it probably shouldn't have been. It was kind of a <laughs> stupid move on his part, but I mean, AP did not back down. Like it looked like a hockey game, dude. Like just straight checked him, and it was great. But AP is a big dude too. I yeah. mean, he's much, he's much bigger than than Marv is. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh. Other than that, I mean, I, I would love to see it. You know, he was gone for what, like almost six hundred days. So that's a long time. That was a long time. Yeah. And he he hasn't really lost much. You know. No, I, that was that was one of the things that we we've, we've been talking about since the beginning of the season, the fact that like bam, that gate dropped at the beginning of the season and and Marv's been there like right from the beginning. Yeah. There was there was like no warm up. He was just ready. Which is surprising. So, I don't know, maybe Maybe there is something there. Maybe what we're seeing right here is a warm up. Maybe he's still on the uh, on the way up. We don't know. Could be. Could be. All right, I'm gonna play this this uh, Tiller Tallies intro real quick. Let's get it. That's not working at all. And it was loud, like ridiculously loud in my headphones loud af yeah yeah, yeah i'm my... trying not to swear so i have to come up with other colorful words <laughs> yeah i uh will abandon ship on that one my computer is i don't know if you you guys probably can't hear it over the mic my computer is running in like like running a marathon right now it's pretty crazy uh, what we need is just to get tiller set up so then we can see it in real life right for sure and it's nothing against him. He's a busy fella, but yeah, he's. I mean, we're all busy, so yeah. we're trying to coordinate this with each other, and uh, you know, 
I just get excited. I just want to get it done. Just get her done. Oh yeah. You want to, uh, you want to jump into some, some predictions? Oh, that's going to be hard. Yeah. Uh, where do we want to start, man? Two fitties. Let's start with the two fitties. Give me your top three. Uh, top three. That's hard. I'll probably go Jeremy Martin, Justin Cooper, Amart. It's really a tie between Amart and McAdoo. Would it be Martadoo? Can we do that? <laughs> That's Martadoo. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> it they're both fast, man, and they they're both on really good equipment, so I don't know. It's a toss-up, and it's not like we've seen a lot. Like you can look at an Instagram video, and he's going to be super fast, you know. But I don't know. All right, I'll probably, all right. I'll probably have to go Martin over McAdoo, just on experience's side. Uh, all right, all right. You want to go? You want to go back and forth, or? Yeah, uh, we can. Your uh, your video was frozen with the funniest face. I hope everybody got a nice screenshot of it. Did we lose him? Hmm. I think we lost him. Are you guys still there? Tiller, you still got me? I don't know if this thing's still working. Is this thing still working? It's still working, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just saying, I'm glad I didn't like pick my nose or something like that, man. <laughs> Cause it's like I was sitting there and, and you froze with this goofy, goofy face and then <laughs> you disappeared. And then I figured it was still working. Cause I just saw uh Coda's comment come across and it was just kind of, I was like, uh, uh <laughs> no, I was just sitting here and then all of a sudden Chrome just closed out completely. And I was like, yeah. uh, lights off everywhere and i was like well i gotta get back in luckily i was i was like oh i hope it didn't close the the stream because it closed me out well i didn't know because my uh my chat on my phone just kind of went into 503 server error and i was like it says live but it's being weird on my phone like <laughs> i don't know like do i am i supposed to dance you know like i don't know what <laughs> when in doubt jump on the table and dance oh yeah for, for sure looks like right. coda wants jeremy to win too does he I think he's, yeah i think he's gonna get it done man he's pretty fast he so. is fast yeah and it, you know i i lump jeremy in there with uh with roxon as like a comeback story i mean i remember that crash with 
Jeremy Martin and I honestly I I didn't I thought he was dead. Like I saw the way he came down and I was like that is not good. That's not that's not good. Yeah. Um and, and the fact that he the fact that he's even back racing I remember when when he first started doing his uh his rehab they were like we got to work on walking first before we start talking talking about racing. Oh yeah. Like, he had multiple compound fractures in his in his vertebrae. So I'd like to see him I'd like to see him make a comeback. Um and Oh, that is a great observation from Tiller. If you want to throw it up it. on the phone. We got it's it. Start cross, man. There ain't no racing about it this year. It's whoever gets the best start. And that's <laughs> I mean that's the way it is. I I can't I can't disagree with that. So I can't either. That's really it's really what the what the difference has been. Even in the four fifties, you like Tomac, who traditionally hasn't cared whether he starts first or last, just comes through the pack. Um, even Tomac hasn't been doing that this year. That is one thing that I want to know. Is it? Tomac's speed is more equal to the rest of the field or did the rest of the field catch up to Tomac? You know, like is Tomac slowing down or is the field getting faster? Right. Cause yeah. Webb and Roxon are still battling out just fine. You yeah. know? And then, uh, I, I don't know where Tomac is. He's just hanging out. He's just hanging out. That's really what it seems like. He's not, he doesn't seem to be pushing like he, Maybe he's pulling in Anderson. He got his uh he got his supercross title and now now it's time to hang out. Yeah, maybe. I I mean, I can't even begin to fathom, you know. Like, I mean, if he would have kept up the train and pushed into this year, he really had the chance to go down as one of the greats. Instead, now I think he'll just be one of the goods. Yeah. You know. Yep. I think I think uh, that the daddy fever definitely got a hold of him too. Yeah, and the crazy thing is, is he's still in third place by what, like eighteen points or something like that. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's not that he's doing bad, but on Tomac standards, he's not, he's not doing good. Right. You know what I mean? So it's, it's almost like grading on a curve, you know. Right. Like if on paper he looks all right, what you see in the race, it looks like he's getting lucky. So, <laughs> and it the speed is just not there, you know. Like I mean, his average start is almost seventh place. Well, it's six point seven, and Cooper's average start is seventh place. Yet Cooper is what fourteen, fifteen, sixteen points, I think, ahead of him. You know, and yeah. Cooper has what two wins? I think two wins. Yep. So thirteen points down from Roxon, I believe. Yeah. So it's kind of like what? What is it, man? You know? Yeah, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a, a number of different things. I, I, I honestly, I, I saw it in outdoors. I saw it in outdoors. I saw all the pictures and the videos that he was taking with the, the new baby. 
and rightfully so. I mean, when you have a kid, that's what you do. Um, but you saw his results. It was like there was an inverse correlation between the number of pictures that he was taking on Instagram and his race results. Um, so what's, yeah. what's in here? But people said that about AC too. Like you're not taking it serious. And just like what Coda says, I firmly agree. He is probably the strong or the hardest working rider out there. Like, yeah. But it's, I don't know if you can correlate him being excited about having a kid to him, his racing. I think that there's probably just a lot of, do I, do I really want to go that hard? You know, like I'm still getting paid. I don't want to end up like Roxon or Marv or J Mart or, you know, like I think yeah. the, the risk reward factor is definitely leaning more towards the paycheck reward rather than the might not ever walk again risk, you know? So, and I can't blame him for that. I mean, that's, we're, we're both fathers and we both ride, you know, like my doing stupid stuff on my bike has gone down tremendously since I've had kids too. So (laughs) that's, I can, I can definitely see it. So, And so I'm not out there with Barsha, T-Bone, and people either. You know? Right. Just, yeah. You keep so. your distance from that guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Coda says he's moving this time to training with Jeremy, and Jeremy said that he was the hardest working rider he's seen. But it seems like he does not do good with the transition between Super and Moto. Um, are you talking about Tomac, Coda? Yeah. I I, I believe he is. That's... uh. Tomac and and Coda said it earlier too. Tomac has been uh, kind of working with with those guys, um, so I could definitely see it. But it's I don't know, like when the transition should have happened week one or week two. We're right. seven weeks into it. We're almost yeah. halfway, you know. So Tiller. Eli will have to eliminate the bad races. He's been in the top, here we go, top five, 71% of the time and is 29 points back. The Freezy incident has made it very difficult for him. He'll have to beat Cooper and Kenny. Yeah, I and mean, he's going to have to beat both of them consistently to, to like pull something out of this. Yeah, and... I- do we see a late season charge from him? Maybe. It wouldn't, wouldn't be the first time. No, but it wouldn't be the first time that people have sat down and said, wait until late in the season, Tomac's going to come back. And then it just kind of, you know. That's true. So, I mean, there's a reason why he has, what, 34 Supercross wins and one title. Right. I mean, there's there's definitely stats in the uh, in the old stat book that do not correlate to championships so yeah but then again there were three years i'm pretty sure there were three years where if you can combine them in points total he lost all three championships in with less than a race's point or a full race worth of points so like those those years were coming down 
to the wire. One yeah. of them, one of them was the the last year Dungey won the championship, and I remember them talking about this. It was before they changed the point total from twenty five to twenty six, and there they took the point totals with the new rules and went back and if they had made that change the year prior tomac would have won the championship that year over dungy yeah that's one thing that like i have been talking about especially with my brother who does a lot of circle track racing and stuff like that is why doesn't supercross adopt the playoff mentality where like the last five races of the season you take the top five guys and you pretty much reset their points you know what i mean yeah yeah and that's i think as far as a fan's perspective because right now we're sitting here like statistically roxon has already won the championship you know what i mean there is an outstanding almost three quarters chance that he wins it you know, like the whole rest of the field has 25% chance combined <laughs> to win it, you know? Right. So it's, and I don't understand why they don't do that because, and, and what really brought me up to that was, was when you said it's like less than a three seasons is less than one race points away. You know, how often does that even happen? Right. How, you know, like how many guys have it wrapped up two, three, four races to go where you're like, unless he blows up twice or wrecks, he's got it. There's no way he has to finish like 22nd. Like, congratulations, you have to make the night show, you know. <laughs> so it's I don't know. I, I think that would be pretty cool. And, and I think that there's a way to get it done without making everybody angry either. It's just trying to get people to actually do it because i hate runaway seasons i i really do so it, it just bugs me it makes it so boring and that's yeah. I mean, and i'm a huge fan you know so right. if it's boring to me then if i'm sitting there with somebody that doesn't really know what's going on and he's like oh so who's gonna win and you're like well that guy won the championship like 10 races ago so he's probably <laughs> gonna, gonna win you know what i mean it's that's bad for the sport man yeah yeah, that was uh, the the whole playoff thing. I think Steve and I talked about that um, in an earlier episode, like really early on. I don't um, remember. I think it may have been before you even. I mean, I don't know if you've gone back and listened to our, our older the older episodes or not, but it was probably within the first 10, 10 episodes. I think it came up. Um. But yeah, I've I've always thought the the playoff idea was a a cool idea to to try out um for that exact reason where there's like if you get to a certain point and you get into the playoffs then it's basically like the season starting completely over again. Yeah. Code is saying here. I can't wait to see the East guys lose to the West guys. Nichols has it too easy. Oh, I can't wait for them just to combine both coasts so we can actually watch racing. <laughs> right? That's... Not just like four on 20. Yeah. That's, I don't think Nichols necessarily has it easy because I think Jet, Nichols, Craig, 
I think those guys can easily brush shoulders on every track that they have raced with any of the other top three guys. So it's uh, looking at lap times. If we get a similar track layout as well as possibly similar conditions, I know at the GNCC right now, I just saw some pictures where in there in South Carolina, there's like over the ankles worth of puddles through the whole pits. So if that heads south a little bit and it gets a little wet down there and we can com- kind of, uh, we might get a, a preview of East-West Showdown. So just by lap times, because it's not like they really touch the track. So it's almost like them following up right right behind them. So that's very, that's an interesting observation. We got Austin says a chase format would be would really help with injuries. Cooper lost by 25 points last year. That's pretty much the one race he landed on his back. Yeah. And that was also the race that ended Dragon's backs. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I, I can't say that it's any more dangerous than any other obstacle that they have to go over. Right. You know, I mean, I hate seeing guys get hurt like that, especially when it pulls them out of the next outdoor series. Cause I'm, I'm a huge outdoor fan. So like, but I mean, what can you do? You know, it's no different than dropping your front wheel, going through the whoops. Like, are we going to get rid of whoops? Mookie crashed in the whoops two weeks ago. We should get right. rid of them. <laughs> so yeah, you can't, you cannot make the argument that a dragon's back is more dangerous than a whoop section that is 13 whoops deep and they're 18 feet apart. There's, you can't tell me that that is that a dragon's back is more, is more dangerous than that. It's just, yeah. Does or, not- or what was it? Indy one with that double that did go across the straight shoot where yeah. it was like, it ended up getting cut in with everybody riding in it and shooting them into the media tower. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's that had to have been over a hundred foot double you know yeah and, i don't know i i could beat this horse all night man between the 250 east west crap getting rid of dragon's backs you know like it chase sexton what messed up his shoulder in the sand maybe we should just not have sand let's go have parking lot races let's do yeah. that Matter of fact, let's get rid of the dirt bikes too, because those are really dangerous. Yep. Big wheels all day. You better <laughs> better work on those those pedalings. But it's I mean, and, and that's I could like I said, I could sit here and tear the stuff up all day because I, I live it literally from about five thirty in the morning until eight, nine, ten o'clock at night when I can go to bed. Like yeah. this is my whole life, every day, all day season's over doesn't matter we're getting ready for the next one you know what i mean so it's and i hear all the the stories too you know guys complaining about like this track or that track or or you know this obstacle that obstacle and really the biggest complaints are later in the season it just gets super boring like why not attack that and lappers rather than worrying about a dragon's back or whoops or you know like and then you can you can keep your your super bland tracks like we've pretty much seen over the last couple races because it it, we're just looking for the top five right and 
and then let's go get it, man. You know, so I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I could soapbox all night, man. So let's, let's move on. All right. Let's, let's go back to the, uh, let's go back to the predictions. I got to get my two fifties here. Um, Oh, what did Coda say before we move on there? I think the most disappointing part was not seeing Dungey come back. If AJ Cat and Zaro can get a ride, I think Dungey should have. Uh, there's a big difference between some guy that's been out of the game for quite a while and and somebody that's still out there doing it a lot. You yeah. know, nothing against Dungey, but let's be honest, we haven't seen anyone with a comeback story that has actually worked out in anything less than either a bad taste in your mouth or injury. So I think it's better to leave, leave Dungey on the, uh, on the old dusty trophy shelf and, and let him shine, you know, rather than take him down and break him. Let him make his coffee. Yeah. That's it. I mean, there's still moto fight club and vet nationals, you know? So, (laughs) And if they bring the 125s back, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you got Mikey Brown, um, Sipes, Pastrana said that he might even come out if they bring it back. So why not Dungey, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, let's jump back into the prediction so we can we can wrap this up here. Yeah. All right, I'll get my 250s. So I'm going to say... Um, I'm going to put J-Mart in the number one spot. I'm going to put Cooper in the number two spot. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say March Banks takes the number three spot. Uh, I thought you were going to say Hunter Lawrence, man. I was like, don't you do it. No, not yet. Not yet. He's got to finish the race first. Then we'll see. I could definitely see March Banks doing some great things. Um, the only big reason I didn't take him is the uh, the factory bike thing, man. Like, I don't know what kind of bikes Club MX is bringing to this. So, that's right. It's going to make a big difference. Yeah, it certainly does. We've seen that time and time again. I mean, I again, you just look at Mookie. I think. Yeah. This is a, it's been a world of a difference between Mookie last year and Mookie this year. Oh, yeah. I think anyways. It's been probably f- on average, what, four or five places higher? Yeah, he used to be my go-to for uh, him and Freeze were always my go-tos for um, the wild card on Rocky Mountain because they were always right in there, the 9th to 14th, you know. Yeah. So... It's nice to see him coming back up. Speaking of Mookie, how about AP again with another up there finish last week? Sorry. I had to throw it out there, man. You want to throw it out there. You are an AP guy. <laughs> now, AP is fun to watch. I'm, I'm glad to see him uh, getting back up there, too. That's yeah. that's good. good sign. What is... Coda saying here. I mean, he's still on a Honda like every every day, and he's 31. Marv is older than him. Yeah, but Marv also races every weekend at a top level. 
Right. And has for years minus his injury, you know. Right. I think that's I think that's the big difference. I I would love to see him come back, but I don't want it to be like a Chad Reed where now he's the king of the LCQs, you know. Yeah. We, we got to let Ant Antiknap have his uh have his have his glory, you know. <laughs> so, but it's uh and and that's not a a stab at Adam at all. I mean, he's done great things this year coming back, you know. I mean, he's pretty much running that team. I I just I don't know. I have too much respect for Dungey to to watch him fall down that flight of stairs. Right. Theoretically, you know. So all right. So who's your your uh top three in the four fifties? Oh, I think it's gonna be real close to the way it was last week, man. Uh the only thing that's really gonna make a difference will be if Tomac can get a start or not. So I gotta go probably Cooper, Ken, and then man, Zacho sitting in that three spot last week makes me all excited, but I can't do that, you know. I don't know. Let's go. I think Barsha. Okay. So I think it'll be Cooper, Ken, Barsha. And I think I, I got to take Cooper over Ken because it's a tighter track, man. And we all know how Cooper is on those tight tracks. So, yeah. All right. So I think I'm going to do my exact same picks from last week for the top three, because eventually it's going to be right. I'm going to put Tomac in the number one spot. Cause I feel like at, at like, it's going to be any day now he's, he is going to catch on and, um, things might, things might get ugly pretty quick if that happens. Um, so I'm going to put Tomac in the number one spot. I'm going to put K rock in the number two spot and I'm going to put Cooper in the number three spot. Yeah, that's, I want to see Eli do good just to bring the racing in a little closer, but it's kind of like picking AC for fantasy, man. You're like, he's so fast. You just can't get it done. Qualifiers. Did you see the qualifiers? Yeah. More points for qualifiers, man. Yeah, there's I just saw today where they're actually trying to make a push for that. Yeah, I'm sure AC would be trying to make a push for that. <laughs> well, not even him, just like people in general, just random people, you know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That seems kind of weird to me. I You know, it, that could be that could be a pretty cool idea, some sort of a concept where it wasn't just the race finish that you got points for. Yeah. You get Maybe. points for a whole shot, get points for number of passes, get points for your finish. Speaking of that, you reminded me. You remember when I texted you just randomly out of the blue? And I was like, we got to do the sauce it up. Yeah. And the drive. Yeah. What do you want to do for the sauce it up, man? who who had a who had a saucy race you know what let's leave it up to the people then yeah who, who who had the sauciest race so let's explain what sauce it up is first for for the people 
Bro so, Taco. We're trying to hook is, Sean up with a cool motocross game, dude. Yeah. So <laughs> so this is a uh this is a new segment in the, the main show that we're gonna do here. And it'll be uh what the the sauce the sauce it up yeah the Bro Taco sauce it up race move the, of the race or something like that. The sauciest the sauciest part of the race. Like what was the sauciest part of the race? You know? And and it doesn't have to be like a wreck. It doesn't have to. It could be like a great save. It could be how did it could be opening ceremonies. You know, like Ken Roxon doing the one footed endo down the back of the uh, yeah of the tabletop. So, so since you said a great save, I'm going to elect Barsha for the sauce it up for a sauce it up nominee for falling off of his bike in the whoop section, running next to it, and jumping back onto it. Without that's, stopping, that's kind of where where I was at too. You know, that's, <laughs> I just wanted to see if anybody else had any uh, kind of insights into it that maybe I had missed. And then we had the uh, I didn't look it up. I probably should. Um, the uh, Sunstar Drive of the Week. Well, who got the most passes coming from the back? You oh. know, that's uh, and I. I think I feel like that's pretty cool to do do some of our sponsors, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I bet Tiller knows who got the most passes. He probably does. Uh it looks like Aaron Plessinger started 15th and ended 6th. That's a that's a good comeback. So that AP is. could be that it's looking like that for me. Or from here, uh, Dean Wilson passed six people. Ace or Malcolm passed one. Anderson, yeah, I think it's AP man. So start fifteenth and sixth. The old AP seven. There it goes. There he is. Yeah, dude, I almost forgot about that. Yeah, that was that was a great idea, and I almost that was a great idea. Forgot about it. Yeah, I I because I didn't throw it into the the show notes, but we'll have to put that into the show notes for next week. Yeah, yeah, that's uh. Let us know if you guys like this stuff too, because I mean, I come up with a bunch of crazy ideas when I'm running out around <laughs> at work, you know. So. so those those segments are gonna have to be on the on the recap video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right, I'll make I'll make sure I throw those show notes in the I'll I'll throw those in the show notes for the the new the new show Sunday show. Yeah, that's uh because it doesn't make much sense for us to do it in the preview show. Right. All right. Well, guys, thanks for joining us tonight. I think we're gonna wrap it up there. We got our predictions out there. Um, like I said, the Pickums uh, 250 riders will be updated tomorrow, so make sure you jump on there and check probably tomorrow afternoon and uh, start getting your Pickums in for the races in Orlando on Saturday. Dad, um, I don't know if you're still watching or, or not, but enjoy yourself down there. Happy birthday, by the way. Um, it was his birthday okay. yesterday. Um, he was jet skiing and fishing down in the keys and then he's going to go watch some supercross on saturday it's a it's uh it's a rough week for him it's a rough week right roughest week ever 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, love you, Dad. I hope you have fun. Um, and that's it for uh, for episode fifty eight. Thanks for joining me, Doug. Oh yeah, um, anytime. Both of us will go back to the grind tomorrow. Oh yeah. Hey, sleep it's tonight. Friday and it's yeah. <laughs> payday, man. So it'll be fun. Nice. We'll All see. right, man. Well, have have a uh, a great night. Thanks everybody for coming and hanging out with us. Uh, don't forget to share this episode. Um, email, YouTube, message it, whatever you got to do. Share it out to a bunch of people. Let's get this. Uh, let's get this thing moving. Jump over Last to the website. What's up? Oh, I was gonna say last week was excellent, man. I, I want to see that. I want to see that trend line just keep going. Going up. Yeah. Head over to the uh, the website, power the number two, theground.com. Uh, make your free um, your free membership. You can head over to the store, grab yourself some merch. You can also head over to the donate page and make a small donation. Um, all of those things really help us to get this out there to as many people as possible. It is growing. We just had our largest listenership week of the history of uh power to the ground so we are heading in the right direction and i really appreciate everybody um supporting us and uh coming back and hanging out with us so we will see you guys on saturday night at 7 30 for couch cross for orlando 2 round eight let's get it going have a nice night everybody see ya peace, peace.